like seven million podcasts talking about pop culture and all that makes us happy like shooting at a womp rat but it's all been done before we don't want to be a copycat we're the leftovers picking up the scraps dropped by the cool kids it's, it's, it's a trap gonna toss it gonna it do we love it hey let's face it clean erase it let's embrace the tupperware party subculture spill over like a vulture carry over counterculture pushovers pop culture Pop Culture Leftovers. Um, this is not Brian, as uh, hopefully you can hear that. Uh, he won't be recording with us tonight, but uh, tonight I have with me... Uh, I'm, I'm Steve. And I'm Sean. And this is Alil, and we're, we're the Leftovers. And, uh, we're the Leftovers. <laughs> yeah, tonight we're going to... Leftovers. Yeah, there you go. We're, we're, uh, this is the main course tonight. We're gonna, we're, yeah, we're we're not tossed out yet. But uh, well, you know, I know the last time we were around, we talked about Helix and a few other things. We're gonna we're gonna freeze that for a little bit, and we'll talk about that next time once we have uh, everybody here together. So we're just gonna bring you a, a, a news show talking about some of the big uh, topics that have hit over the last uh, couple weeks. Well, I'm good for that. Um, if anybody's missing Brian, he is. Uh he actually told me the other day that he was going to Asgard, and um, that he's going to stop by Hoth, so he should be back next week, just let everybody know. <laughs> with, some, with some great fucking stories, too. I mean, he's going to have Ojo by himself at that point. <laughs> exactly. Cool, so um, should we start this off, then? You want me to start things going here? Let's go for it. Okay, so the big news that we're going to start the show off with this week is that the Batman, un- as untitled... Superman Batman film has been postponed. It was supposed to come out July 17, 2015, and it has been moved to a release date of May 6, 2016, 10 months away, which is just sad. It's just sad. That's a whole other year. we got to wait to see those two on this big screen together. Um, but there's not really any, uh, any, any confirmed why it's, it's been pushed a year. There's a lot of speculation. There's even been rumors of, of Ben Affleck being injured, which are unconfirmed. Um, but there's also rumors uh, for the whole week before this news was announced that the Justice League movie was going to be filming back-to-back with Batman and Superman. So, you know, one of my theories that I've come up with is that maybe that is what's going to happen. Maybe that that is going to be what happens. Maybe they are going to film it back-to-back, and that's why they're pushing it back, because they need to get all their ducks in a row beforehand do a lot more casting, get a lot more things ready to go. So, um, I don't know. It's been pushed back a year. It's it's hard to say. You know, it, you could easily look at it and say, oh, well, that's because the story was shit and, and they didn't have anything together. But, you know, it's, it's a whole other year. Maybe that's what they need to, to fine-tune it and get it right. And if that's what it takes to get it right, I'd rather than take the time to get it right than release something early just to appease to appease the fans and have have it be a total piece of shit. So that's my opinion on the story. 
I'm gonna pass this one off to the floor and get you guys' thoughts on it. Um, Lil, you can start off if you want. I can jump in later. Um, that's fine. I I think it's more the Warner Brothers is chicken shit, but that's that's just me. I thought they were chicken shit when they first announced this movie. Um, this is supposed to be a Man of Steel sequel, not a not a Justice League movie. And, and you know, at this point, why even make it Batman Superman if you're going to take another year just do the Justice League? It's already it already seems that they've gone that route. I mean. You know, they've cast everybody else already in this movie, and I'm, you know, what? How much can you put in a two-hour movie when you've got to introduce so many characters? I mean, the reason the the Avengers was was done well was they didn't have to worry about any introduction. You knew who Loki was, you knew who Shield was, you knew Captain America, you knew Iron Man, you got the Hulk, you knew Thor. There was no introduction, and. Um, I mean, it, it, it's different when... And I'm not saying they have to go the Marvel route and just do movies for movie's sake and get movies for all the characters or whatever. But the problem is you can't just have these heroes appearing on screen without figuring out where they came from. And if you're going to go in and do this, just do a Justice League movie and start it over because you're going to cram it into Batman Superman and I think that's going to hurt that movie. But... And, and it won't be. Uh, I, go go ahead. Go ahead. No, I mean I told I agree with you because well I mean in in 2016 I mean there there is stuff that's coming out in 2016 but it's not as big as you know as 2015. I, I to me myself that's what I think. I mean you got uh, X Men Apocalypse coming out I, I think in 2016 and then you got another it says another uh, untitled uh, Marvel 2016 project. Which you know is another phase, but I mean, competitively, Batman Superman is probably the only major major movie that's really you know gonna open up. And, and I mean, they're playing Warner Brothers playing it safe. You know, shit. Why why go against you know Avengers two when you don't really have to go against anything else but X Men Apocalypse? Um, I mean, that's just playing safe. And I'm I'm a hundred percent sure they probably are trying to build a better script than um, than what they already had. So. I don't know if I agree with it or if I, you know, I disagree with it, but, I mean, they're just playing it safe right now. I mean, that's only I can tell you. Well, I, I think... Okay. I think they just bit off more than, they can chew, more than they could chew at the time. I mean, all of a sudden... Again, I'm going back to how much money Man of Steel made. Man of Steel made worldwide... Uh, I think it was just over $600 million. So worldwide, if you compare the box office to 2008, 2008's Iron Man, it's comparable. But we're talking about a movie that came out five years later. So you've got um, 3D, IMAX prices, inflation. So technically, Man of Steel did not make as much money as I'm guessing Warner Brothers thought. I, I, I guarantee they thought that they had a billion-dollar movie in Man of Steel. And the fact that it failed... They threw that out at Comic-Con because they needed some buzz. Marvel has had... Even even the, even the minor characters in Thor and things like that... Thor has made, I believe, more money than Man of Steel. Thor 2. Thor 1 did not. But, again, no, when you're... I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't 
What do you mean? <laughs> yeah, a, a little man is still a man is still a man is still made six six hundred million dollars. Yeah, so right now worldwide, that's a lot of money, man. I, I, that's, I, I'll tell you this, yeah, it was it wasn't too much of a fail that the studio didn't decide to make an entire universe cinematic universe based around it. I mean, maybe this is their this, maybe this is their their plan. You know, and that's another thing too. You, know, you guys are right about how like it is a chicken shit thing and and all that. But maybe their plan is to do something. They can't compete with Marvel. They can't. You can't keep doing. You can't do origin movies to lead up to a big team up movie. You can't do that. They have to find another angle because if they just do what Marvel did, everyone's going to talk shit about that. You know what I mean? They're just going to be like, "Oh, well, you're just trying to do what Marvel did." And so, them postponing it a year might give them the time to figure out exactly what angle they want to do. Maybe they want to film. More than one movie at the same time. Maybe they want to film like three or four movies at the same time and then release them, you know, one a year for the next four or five years. Who knows what their plan is, but they're taking a year to get it right, which I think is actually encouraging. Yeah, um, and just to, you know, just to give you guys a, a clear stat on it, it actually was third in the box office in 2013. It was behind Iron Man 3 and Fast and Furious 6. No, domestic, yes. Domestic, yes, but all around. No, worldwide gross. No, it wasn't. Hunger Games from 2013 made more. Iron Man three, Despicable Me two made more. Frozen's made more. Um, the uh, worldwide box office. Um, Monsters has made more. Thor two has made more worldwide box office. Um, or actually, I'm sorry, Thor two has made a. I think it's thirty million less at this point, but it's still out and it's still releasing. But that's okay. But that's a Thor movie after Avengers, and that's an Iron Man movie after Avengers. And that's, so that's why I'm not compa- I'm not comparing it to Iron Man. I'm not comparing it to Iron Man three. I'm comparing it to Iron Man. Iron Man, which was an unknown quantity, compared to Superman. You go around the world, everyone knows Superman. Every country, there's people wearing Superman T-shirts. Before two thousand eight. Nobody was caring about Iron Man. And th- I think that's the problem. Not that it wasn't Iron Man, but it didn't it didn't jumpstart the phase, or however Warner Brothers is going to call it, as as Iron Man did for Marvel. And I think, yeah, ar- I think arguably, they got scared. Arguably, that's easier, because nobody knows who the fuck Iron Man is. And so if you release a movie that's Iron Man, and it's fucking awesome, then now the whole world loves Iron Man. Everybody loves Superman. Which means you have to please the whole fucking planet, and that's impossible to do. You're not going to make everybody Superman, but you can make everybody's Iron Man if nobody knows who the fuck he is. So, you know, it's a whole different ballgame. Yeah, I, I see that, but the thing is, is again, if everybody knows him and everybody loves him, then the movie should have done better. I'm, I'm thinking it's because of how the movie came off. I mean, I know you guys loved it. I'm not arguing. Yeah, I, I, I'm not yeah. arguing. I'm not going into my arguments against Man of Steel. But we've got, you know, Rotten Tomatoes was what fifty four percent. I think we've got, you know, half the half the people that went to go see it liked it or not liked it. You know, the the comic community didn't like it, loved it. You know, there's no in between here. But you look at Iron Man. And it was in the 90s. Everyone loved it. Everyone praised it. And I don't want to say it's because nobody knew Iron Man. 
it was a really well done movie. And I don't think so. I don't think Warner Brothers did that with this movie. I think they again even with this movie bit more they up more than they could have bit off more than they could chew. Because they're still making a sequel to it, and they're still making the fucking Justice League based on it, so you gotta. It doesn't matter how bad it did, or if it didn't do as good as Iron Man, because they're running with it. But but I think that's why they're throwing everything at it. I thought it was actually successful to me. I'm not saying that it wasn't, but it's pretty. It was pretty successful to me, so I can't. I mean, from what I see, it it did well. Like even I'm, we can probably ramble all day about it, but. It did well, and they're making their fucking sequel, and they're basing their whole universe off of this, off of this one movie. So it, yeah. it, it did well for what they wanted, I think. And I, for one, can't fucking wait. I'm gonna be there. Ben Affleck is Batman. I'm in. Gal Gadot's Wonder Woman. Let's fucking do it. I mean, what? Let's do it. What the fuck are we waiting for? What if it's awesome? Everyone's complaining. Oh, what if it sucks? Yeah, it might suck, but what if it doesn't? Let's do it. I'm Even if it takes another year, I just hope that they're doing it for the right reasons. And that's the whole purpose of this story is talking about the release date change. And as long as they're doing it for the right reasons, and the, the reasons haven't all been, you know, disclosed yet. They have not said why exactly they've done it. But I hope that they're doing it for the right reasons to make a better movie, make a better experience, and, and get this whole DC universe up and going. I, and we... For all the huge DC fans and everything, I hope you're right. I hope this movie is awesome. I hope it breaks records because not only not only is that just a good thing for it's a good thing for everybody. It's a good thing for all all of us who love these kind of movies. But the thing is, is Warner Brothers' track record. I don't I don't trust them. They they haven't they don't do well with change. It took Nolan taking over the Batman franchise and doing it his way and kicking everybody around out of it to get the Dark Knight series where where it went. And, I mean, they had, with Batman, with Tim Burton's, they had a successful one, and then it went off the rails. With Superman, they had a successful one, then they went off the rails. Uh, I'm talking about Christopher Reeve's Superman. Um, I just don't... I just don't... I don't know. I mean, what I like with Marvel Studios... And with, with Disney, what, they're, what they've been doing is they've been getting people in the know with these franchises to be leaders, to be voices, and I think that's what helps. You know, I can, I can deal with them changing storylines because I, can, I see it, and I see that these people involved in these storylines are changing them. And I don't see Warner Brothers taking that same initiative. Um, I, everything, everything out there is written by David Gordon. I mean, even, and I know we weren't going to talk about TV things, but uh, they're talking about a Constantine TV series, and guess who's writing the pilot? David Goyer. I mean... Well, no, but David Goyer... But see, they've already done a rewrite David on David Goyer. Goyer's yeah, you know what? script. They've already done a rewrite on David Goyer's script. Well, and, and maybe, that's why they, maybe that's why they need to kick this thing off, because Affleck got his Argo well, team good. in. Yeah, good for him. Good. Don't release a piece of shit that David Goyer writes. Nobody wants that. Well, I hope so. I hope so. I mean, that's... I'm telling you. I mean, that if that's the truth and they booted his ass out and redid the script a la J.J. did it with Star Wars, I'm fine with it. You know what? Then maybe that 10 months to 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 reimagine, to, to put things in place, maybe it's well worth it then. But again, like you said, we don't know. And if that's the case, I'm for it. If it's 10 months because they're chicken to, to go up against the box office of Avengers 2... 
then you know what? I mean, there's a lot of things coming out in 2016 already lined up. I mean, you already said Apocalypse is coming out. Sp- Amazing Spider-Man 3 will be out. Uh, a Marvel movie will be out, and who knows what it could be. I mean, it could be something that um, that could be really, really interesting and really good. You know, you could get a Black Panther movie, which I think a lot of people would go see and would take boxes. The thing is, is these things are coming out in May. I mean, Apocalypse, Spider-Man comes out in early June. It's, it's not going to give... Justice League, Batman, Superman, whatever you're going to call it, enough breathing room like Avengers had. Avengers didn't have anything until Spider-Man came out in early July, so it had two months at the box office to dominate. And then uh, Dark Knight Rises came out a couple weeks after that, and and that still made a billion dollars in the same year. I'm just saying, I, I just... I, I, I I'm saw that. I'm not disagreeing with you or anything. I'm just saying that. I mean, <laughs> see, that's not, oh man, it's so weird because you, you you talk about how like they had like they had uh they had like hits like like the '89 Batman and then went off the rails and hits like the seven and you can't but like Marvel didn't wasn't doing anything when they were doing that and then Marvel's doing stuff now that's awesome and Warner Brothers was doing shit that sucked for a long time and then they stopped and the Nolan movies came out and, you know yeah one of those was fr- really fucking good but the other two eh, you know I mean it's not not everybody it's not uni- universally loved by any means and then you know they're the people at Warner Brothers and the people in DC they have they're not stupid they see this stuff they see how how to make a good comic book movie and how not to make a good comic book movie they know how no, 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 really they know the mistakes that they make did, did you forget Green Lantern did you forget Jonah Hex that's what I'm saying they know they know that they fucked up with Green Lantern that's why they're not trying to say Ryan Reynolds is in this new Justice League at all they know Green Lantern was a piece of shit they absolutely know but they had way too much money invested in it at the time they just not release it they know it was a piece of shit they have to and they know that Man of Steel is fucking a, over the moon better than, than a Green Lantern ever could be. Well, yeah, we're ca- we're comparing apples to oranges. I mean, it's just like why I think Man of Steel to a lot of you guys is held so highly is because the last Superman we had was uh, Superman Returns, which was a pile of dog shit. So when you compare the last thing to this thing. If it's exponentially better, everyone's going to go batshit crazy that it's amazing. Yeah, and I'm not going to lie, that, that has to have something to do with it, because I, the I, last Superman movie was that disappointing, that anything that's even coherent is going to be excitable <laughs> after that. I agree, and I, and I think and I think the same thing the same thing helped Batman Begins, because Batman Begins, I like Batman Begins, I thought it was, I thought it was a, a good movie, but if you compared it to Batman and Robin... Well, it's it's a it's the greatest movie. It's the greatest movie ever made at that point. If you're comparing it to those movies, and that I think that's the problem, um, not the problem, but I mean that's why everyone's over the moon for Man of Steel. Yeah, I think to me, to me myself, I, I just think that I mean it's a it's probably a good move that they that they probably release it later because it does give them, like Steve was saying, it does give them time to actually really kind of put together something that's really really official. And nothing that's like really kind of rushed, and like we were, you know, we'll all pick it apart. And like, oh man, they rushed this movie so much that it looks so bad, and like you know, they messed up on a lot of things that shouldn't have been done. This is this gives them more leeway to like, you know what? We're not gonna rush this movie. Everybody wants to see it. People, it's gonna make money. They know it's gonna make money. 
So what we'll do is we're gonna push it back. We're gonna work. We're gonna work on the script a lot better. We're gonna get everything fine tuned. So whereas if okay, well you know what we have, we have what we have now. This is perfect, and now we can push it out. And that and I think that's what they're gonna do. And I mean a bunch of them don't have to. They have to do that now. They already did it. So it, I, I'm, I'm I'm for it. And then I'm kind of like you know I'm, to me the geek inside of me is. Is against it. I'm like, oh, I want to see this next year. But then again, <laughs> yeah, that's, like, that's it. Yeah, but then I'm like, you know what? Okay, I I, I can ride with this. I'm not I'm not gonna object to it. If there's no, I'm not gonna taste it, toss it. I'm gonna freeze it, and uh, I'll just run with that for right now. And uh, but yeah, we can yeah. go from there. I I, I second that, uh, Sean. I think I'm gonna go ahead and freeze it too because you're right. You know, you know, they know that this movie is going to make money. It's going to make money. And why not actually, for a change, make it fucking good? Like, you know it's going to make money, so why not make it an actual fucking good movie? And hopefully that's what they're taking this ten months to do. I hope that's the case. I hope it's not because fucking Ben Affleck broke a goddamn collarbone or some dumb shit. You know, let's... I'm freezing it for now because... Like you said, there's no there's no information on exactly why they're delaying the 10 months. But I'm going to be hopeful on it, so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Closing <laughs> remarks, Alil. Closing remarks. Don't start a whole nother... I'm not. You, 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 <laughs> I don't want to go off the rails and talk about this all night, but I, I'm going to freeze it as well because I, I think it, it has potential. I think Warner Brothers, I understand what they're doing because the thing is, is they need a franchise. After Harry Potter ended, I think they've been searching for a franchise. It's one of the reasons why they, you know, basically forced Peter Jackson to make it in The Hobbit 3 movies. The, the, you know, the studios these days look for a franchise. And Man of Steel was, was good enough for them to piggyback off of to do that franchise. And I think if they blow it here with this movie, they've lost, they've lost a potential for you know, mimicking what Marvel's doing here. I mean, how many movies have they put out now in Phase One and Two and made hundreds of millions and billions of dollars with these movies? So I'm gonna freeze it. I'm gonna give them their chance. I still think it's chicken shit, but I'm, I'm gonna freeze it. I'm gonna I'm gonna give them time. You know, maybe they'll have some things. Maybe they'll have some things changed, and maybe you're right. Maybe they film it back-to-back with the Justice League, and that's where we're going to get the Flash intro, the, you know, whichever Green Lantern they use and whatever other characters they bring in, and maybe that's how they're going to go with it. So uh, I'm with you guys. I'm going to freeze it for now. All right. All right. Um, New story. (laughs) um, Well, I, I guess the other big thing that came out, which came out before... This, uh, I guess Warner Brothers dropped this uh, bombshell was right after the uh, Golden Globes. Um, Michael Douglas was announced to be cast as as Hank Pym, uh, Ant Man, and uh, which which kind of I think threw everybody off a bit because you know, and which is funny because if you go back and read all the news articles for Paul Rudd, all they said was Paul Rudd is Ant Man. They never said Paul Rudd was Hank Pym, um, which I think is kind of uh, kind of interesting how they went with this. Um, I got to hear a little 
interview that uh, Superhero Hype did a little a uh, couple years ago with Edgar Wright talking about uh, what his vision for Ant-Man was. And he said, basically, so you actually do a prologue where you see Pym as Ant-Man in action in the 60s in a sort of Tales to Astonish mode. And then, in, uh, and then the contemporary flash forward where you see Scott Lang's story and how he acquires the suit, how he crosses paths with, uh, with Henry Pym, and then in a sort of Machiavellian way teams up with him. Uh, which I thought was interesting, and then there was also rumors that Hank Pym can actually might end up being the villain in this story, uh, which I'm not sure how that uh, would play out. But what do you guys think of uh, Michael Douglas as your uh, Hank Pym? Um, uh, uh, all I can say is star power because uh, Michael Douglas is like a huge get, and he has the acting chops. As the, I hate to use that word, but he does have the acting chops. To really kill it, so I'm on board for it. I have no problem with him being Hank Pym. I, I don't have a problem with the Scott Lang story. I just, I mean, we all know we just wanted to be a really good story. That's that's all we ask for nowadays in these comic book movies. It's just give us a good story, and I I'm cool with it. I have no problem. I'm going to taste it. I like Michael Douglas. There's, <laughs> I don't really think he's ever made a movie that I probably did not like. Maybe there's probably some movies in there, but right now, Michael Douglas is cool with me. I ain't got a problem with him, so I'm all for it. Like I said, taste it, and I'll go from there. Anybody else can step it up. <laughs> yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm, right, I'm right there with you, Sean. I'm going to give it a taste it as well. Um, I'm, I'm really excited about the, the, the caliber of actors that Marvel's getting these days. I mean, they're not casting unknowns. They're casting huge names in these roles. Everybody wants a piece of this pie. So it's I'm, I'm really excited about that. However, I hope that they don't go all Jeff Bridges' Tron legacy if they're doing flashbacks to the 60s. You know what I mean? Because like Michael Douglas doesn't look the way he does now that he did then. So I don't want him to, to get too CGI or like, you know, X-Men Origins Wolverine with Patrick Stewart at the end. And I don't want that. So uh, I hope that they figure out something cool to do if they're going to do some flashbacks. Um, and as far as him being the, uh, the villain, I, I mean, they, they could do something like that. They could, but it was only an unsubstantiated rumor, and it was only out of one outlet, I believe, that that, that, that came out of. And uh, there's not really a whole lot to that. So um, I, I trust him. I mean, you get Paul Rudd, you get, uh, you get Michael Douglas. I mean, it's, it's, it's bound to be good. Ant Man's amazing, and I mean, if, you, if anybody, everybody here has seen, seen that test footage from Comic Con, right? Yeah, I have. Yo, yeah. So I mean, too. I mean, you're done. You have it. <laughs> you know, you could do do that for two hours with Paul Rudd and uh, Michael Douglas as a as a mentor, and I'm in. So you already got my money. So taste it for me. Yeah, I think it's kind of odd. I I like the idea. I mean, I'm. I, just like Sean was saying, I don't remember anything that Michael Douglas has done that I've I've not liked. I haven't seen uh, him as Liberace yet, um, and I don't I don't plan on seeing it. But you know, if it's on, maybe I'll I'll catch it. But I I just think it's kind of bizarre to me that they I don't want to say that they're throwing away Hank Pym because you get Michael Douglas to play him, and I don't think you get him to to do a throwaway role or a throwaway movie. 
but he is such the character is, was is such an important piece in the founding framework of the Avengers and Ultron, which I'm okay with. You know, they it, it seems that they're already changing all that. You know, that's already been changed. Um, but I just think it might rub people the wrong way if if it's going to be Scott Lang Ant Man going forward in our Avengers movies and not Hank Pym. I don't. I personally don't care. Um, I'm just curious of what they're gonna do with Wasp, um, because I'm. I was actually looking forward to having Wasp in the movies, uh, more so for my daughters because they they like her. They they call her the Pixie, and you know, are we gonna get Janet Van Dyne? Are we gonna get her an older version of her, or you know, how is that gonna work? And you know, I'm just curious about that. Just how they would play with that and and change that with uh with this movie because i see them going at it in a in in a in a in a pretty different direction than uh most of us would have assumed you know i think everybody assumed when when paul rudd was cast that it's an ant-man movie it's an ant-man origin story he's ant-man he's hank pym he's a scientist and we're going from there but you know they kind of they kind of flipped it on us which i'm i'm excited about I'm I'm gonna definitely give it a taste it, um, and uh, I'm, I'm just I'm just really curious to see how Edgar, Edgar Wright does this. I think the flashback, Steve. I don't think you're gonna have to worry about it. I think there'll be all of him in the suit, and that'll be CG. I don't think we're gonna get that creepy Jeff Bridges Tron. Yeah, I mean, it's if if right. <laughs> if they did that, I would I would be I'd be disappointed if that's how they go with him in the '60s. I mean. They'd be better off just casting someone to play a younger version of him. You know, get somebody that looks, you know, similar and just go from there. But man, are you guys crazy? I like Tron Legacy. I thought it was awesome. No, I <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. Kind of cool. I like the movie. But the way that they made this book, it just it looked like like a dead person was talking or like like moving around. Like it was just unnatural. Like it's just one of the things that makes it's just off. It's off by such a slight amount that it just feels weird when you watch it. It's like ah, oh, just something's just not right. Like I know that's not right. That's not some real shit. That's not how he really looks. Oh, there's something weird about it. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. No, no, uh, Sean. Do you remember that in the beginning when they had like when he was like visiting his son before he disappeared, <laughs> and like it's a horror movie, he uh, was yeah he was a yeah, younger version. Yeah, and they did look kind of creepy, but I mean, uh, yeah, you're right. It did, did look kind of creepy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I for, isn't there a term for that? I can't I remember what it's called. Yeah, yeah. Like you could take that scene and have that be like a trailer to a different movie, and have like some scary ass music behind it, and have like the last scene you see before like the title would be like his weird, creepy, fucking dead face, and it, that that would sell. <laughs> that's a whole that's a whole movie right there. Yeah. Uh, you know. You know what I. Elias, I see what you're saying. That I mean, and actually, Stevie said the same thing. I do. I can see. I can see them. Maybe. Hopefully, they'll just go with a younger actor, and then just kind of build him up to being old. You know, like okay, he's already old. But for them, I hope they don't do that, Michael, because it's kind of a cheap way to kind of. Why, and why even waste three million dollars on some bullshit like that when you can just you actually can just give him a, a younger actor to kind of fill that role in the for the first what ten minutes. Exactly. You know, no. Just you know? Exactly. Nobody's gonna look differently if it's you know Joe Schmo playing a younger Michael Douglas for ten minutes talking to Shield or whoever they have at that point. You know, maybe bring in uh, Agent Carter from uh, uh, you know from the 
soon to be Shield TV show have her talking to uh, to a young Hank Pym because I'm, I'm guessing Shield's gonna have to have some involvement if he's doing some kind of spy stuff and oh, that's a good point. and running right around there, man. That'd be awesome. <laughs> that would be pretty cool. Yeah, maybe kind of link it that way somehow. But the only, the only thing that would bother me if they did that is then, you know, Shield would have known of this tech, you know, the pin particles and all that, and not to have brung it up, brung it up, or used it when they needed to. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, they can play with it all the way they want. I mean, that's fine. It's eventually these movies, they're gonna have so many of these movies that they're gonna write themselves into into things where you're like, you're just gonna have to, like, oh, yeah, they didn't bring it up then because they didn't, because we weren't here in the movies yet. Yeah, I mean, exactly, you're gonna, you're gonna have to, there's gimmies, I mean, every, all these movies are gonna have to have gimmies because, you know, just like Iron Man 3, there was no shield, there was no other heroes, well, you know, the president was, you know, in danger, why wasn't shield around? It's that gimme because it's that story that's being told. It's it's Tony's story. It's Thor. It's a superhero movie, folks. Exactly. Let some shit go. It's Thor. People were complaining about when you know why didn't anybody show up in Thor when uh, when he came to Earth and all that stuff was going on. I'm like, it's just it's a gimme. You just gotta let it go. You know. Did they mention Hank Pym in Thor? I swear I thought they may, I thought I thought they mentioned his name before. He didn't say Hank Pym. He didn't say Hank Pym. He said he has a friend that's worked with Shield. Um, I do think that he was referencing Pym. Uh, a lot of people thought he was referencing uh, Banner, uh, but I think he was referencing Pym. But he didn't say his name. When uh, I'm a hundred percent positive, he did not say Hank Pym. Okay. All right, I'll go ninety nine. I'll go ninety nine because somebody's gonna catch me on Facebook and you know and, and clip this out. But I'm pretty sure I've seen Thor enough times that I you know I, I pick up the references and I'm almost. Po- I don't think he said Hank Pym. I know he said that he's worked with a, 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 a physicist. I think he said physicist that has worked with these that people deals. before. Yeah, that deals with some type of. Uh, but he never yeah, says yeah, Pim or Pim particles or anything like that. I think it's supposed to be kind of a little throw out to the fans, uh, you know. But you know that, and I, then I've heard the rumor, and I know uh, you know Dave, who you know does uh, domesticated Dave's brought up, of, you know, to that you know they're gonna just retcon Avengers, saying that Ant Man was always in there, and like you know you'll have a whole movie from his perspective, you know. <laughs> Uh, because he was just an ant size the whole time, you know. But uh, I think if they went that route, I think a lot of people would be pretty pissed. <laughs> yeah, and to touch on something else you said earlier, you were wondering how they were going to do the Wasp and all that if Hank Pym was older and Scott Lang was the, was the Ant-Man carrying part. And I think that, you know, you don't have to worry about that. I think if they're going to put the Wasp in, they'll put the Wasp in. It's not going to matter how old she is or what her origin is. I mean, they're putting Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver in the Avengers, and there's no Magneto in this universe. That's true. Their origins That's true. are kind of getting tossed away for favor of awesome characters and awesome Marvel movies. And I'm okay with them changing origins as long as it works in the scope of the film. And, um, you know, if so, so I don't think you have to worry about the whole Wasp uh, aspect of that. Well, and, and, I, and I hope they bring her in. I mean, I really do. I mean, I think, um, not that, I mean, they've, they've done a good job with, with Black Widow. Um, I, I like that they're bringing in the Scarlet Witch. I hope they bring in Miss Marvel, or you know, I know she's called in the comics now Captain Marvel, but you know, she's Miss Marvel still to me. You know, and bring in some more of these female, these female heroes. Um, I, I think it'll be a, a a good thing. I mean, I, I think you know, 
And I think maybe that's another reason why Warner Brothers is, you know, delaying because they want a bigger part for Wonder Woman. I, th- I think we need that. I think we need more female heroes in, the, in these movies um, to diversify. I mean, we're. <laughs> the, the rails, I'm just watching them. They're sliding off. They're, well, well no, but I'm talking about. I'm, talking, I'm, I'm going back to Wasp. I mean, I, I want her in this movie. I mean, I really do. I think she's a big. She's a big part of Ant-Man. And uh, she very well could be. She very well could be a huge character. I mean, they just haven't asked she's been casting. We don't know shit yet, so... No, that's true. It's, it's true. I mean, I, it, like I said, I'm just kind of curious how they're going to go with it. I mean, but I just hope they don't drop her out for the sake of giving us the Hank Pym, Scott Lang story, and we'll just bring her in the sequel. I, I, I think she needs to be here in this, in this first movie. I agree with you on that. I think that Wasp does need to be in the in the Ant Man movie. But as far as the Michael Douglas casting goes, I think we're all giving it a taste of right. I mean, it's three across the board as far as I heard. Yep, yep. I'm 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 a taste, and I'm all for it. Yay! <laughs> we don't hate each other today. Uh. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh. Yeah, and I, I I don't think that there's such thing as a taste taste party but I don't think I want to be at a taste party with you two guys <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm alright with that I'll, I'll pass on that one as well <laughs> um, more Marvel news to bring up um, for the Avengers looks like they've they've added um, a villain to Age of Ultron they've added uh, Baron Wolfgang von Strucker if you guys don't know who that is he is um at one point is one of the heads of Hydra, takes over Hydra for a while. Um, you know, they have multiple people that have run Hydra through the comics. It's changed here and there. You have, you know, Baron Zemo, the Red Skull, of course. And uh, so it looks like they've got, uh, they've added uh, Baron Von Strucker um, to that list. And he's already been casted. Um, it is Thomas, if I'm pronouncing the last, last name right, Kreitschman. Um, who is starring currently in uh, in Dracula? Um, and it states here that uh, looks like his uh, deal is for multiple films, not solely the Avengers sequel. Um, he was rumored to appear in uh, the movie last month, and now he will join uh, the other villain, James Spader, played by Ultron. Um, Strucker first appeared in uh, 1964's. Sergeant Fury and his Howling Commandos is a former Nazi officer uh, and Strucker's body is the host to the death spore virus which actually gives him powerful healing abilities uh, and has stopped his aging but uh, if he dies that that virus can go airborne and wipe out all life on earth Uh, what do you guys think about uh, them adding a, a second villain to the movie and basically bringing the Hydra back into the mix. Well, I think uh, that he's definitely going to be a side villain. He's not going to be the main focus of, of, the, of the movie. You know, he could be as small as something that, that has to do with Captain America in a flashback. I mean, we don't know at this point. If he's signed for multiple movies and his age, from what you're saying, his age doesn't progress, then it's easy to see him come back as a later villain in another movie. But... 
But you're not going to cast, like I said uh, before, you're not going to cast James Spader as Ultron and have, you know, and have another villain up there on, on the same level as him. So he's definitely going to be a side villain or a behind-the-scenes guy in some way. Ultron's going to be the villain of this movie. So, um, I mean, I'm cool with it. It's, it's not going to, I don't think that it's going to be a major part of the movie. I think it's going to be a side thing, it's going to be a flashback, and that's going to be the end of it. And it's going to be something to call back to later on the cinematic universe. So, I'm cool with it. Taste it for me. Um, I'll jump in. Um, I mean, <laughs> Baron Von he's okay, but he's not, he's not no Baron, he's not, um, he's not Zemo. Like, I think Zemo should have been actually Captain America's villain in uh, Winter Soldier too, because Zemo is a beast. And, and I mean, hopefully, they will cast Zemo. If, they, if they're casting Strucker, I, I think they should probably cast Zemo if they can. It's it's a good casting though. I don't have a problem with uh, with uh, Strucker. But does anybody feel like they're gonna be way more villains because they got a team of Avengers and they only got one, maybe one major villain, which is um, you know Ultron. I mean Ultron's powerful as shit, but I, I feel like I feel like they're gonna need like more guys. Like they're gonna need something else. Like hopefully they have like the whole Hydra, and you know like. Hydra's getting taken down on the ground. I, I don't know. I, I mean, it's, it's a good casting. I, I like it. I'm going to taste it because it's, you know, it's fucking awesome <laughs> to see these characters come to life, <laughs> finally. Well, but, what about this? What do you guys think? You know, I, I don't know. I mean, this is just me thinking. Um, what do you guys think if, if somehow Hydra is what helps take over Ultron? And Ultron becomes a weapon of Hydra. And that's why you have Hydra and Von Strucker in here. I mean, because then they can bring up bring in a lot of other people. I mean you can you can get in the Grim Reaper and all these other other villains, uh Madam Viper, all everything that's related to that, you can bring that in and Ultron can be your still be your big bad. But he yeah, is but part of Hydra. Just a puppet. I don't want Ultron to be a puppet. Ultron needs to be the fucking bad guy. And if you have him being, you know, being an operative of of uh, Hydra, essentially, that's that, that just takes away so much from him. I, I don't like that. Yeah, see, I, I, and I agree with Steve on that too. Because first of all, Ultron. I mean, if if they do it, if they the way you're talking a little, I mean, I understand. I I see where you're coming from. But with Ultron, he needs to have his own. He needs to take over on his own. Like, he needs to become that, like, evil AI that, like, Tony Stark built. And then he becomes, you know, he starts to think about, oh, okay, you know, uh, humanity doesn't deserve to live, you know, and then that's where he becomes bad on his own. Yeah, because if he's a self-aware machine, he's not going to think about Hydra's mission and be like, yep, that makes sense. No, but I I I don't mean it all the way. I'm saying, like... It's it's Hydra's involvement that gets him corrupt, and it's Hydra's involvement that starts this downward spiral. So they have the involvement, and they you know it's not only the burden of in the comics it was the burden of of, of Pym, and in this it seems to be it's going to be something to do with Tony, and I don't know if it's a suit or Jarvis or all the rumors going around, but what if it's kind of all of that and you know Hydra's involvement because they're trying to do something they they somehow get this um, you know get Ultron before he becomes the Ultron we all know 
and start to tinker with him. He starts, you know, doing stuff, but then he becomes self-aware, and this is why he thinks that all humanity shouldn't exist. Well, if, if, you, if you go that if, if you go that route, which I don't, I know they're not going to go that route because this is what this is what I think. This is my you know my own feeling is that you know Tony will build Ultron and then you know you take him out to battle a couple times going against Hydra. And then Ultron starts to realize that, oh, uh, humanity doesn't deserve to be, you know, doesn't deserve, you know, to, to inhabit this planet. And then Ultron begins to just turn evil as, you know, as, as time goes on and progresses. And he's just like the ultimate, you know, villain. Because, I mean, that's, I mean, that's, that's, what, that's how I feel. I think that's how they're going to take it. Because, I mean, if, what's the point of Tony Stark building it? And then he doesn't turn evil like well, that, that would be awesome too. If you're talking about how like how they take him into battle and stuff like that would be really fucking sweet. If like because then he's on the inside, he's part of the Avengers at that point. Exactly. And if turn evil like and, and to go against his team like it would that oh that would be amazing. That would be really good. Exactly. Yeah. So I've been watching a lot of Earth's Mightiest Heroes lately. So <laughs> <laughs> not not Agents of Smash. No, 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 Lil, stop it, please. Come on, Galactus was in the oh, newest God, episode. Stop with that Aiden's I watched it tonight. It had Galactus. It was fun. You guys need to let go. You say fun, the rest of the world says Just, blah. Just sit back and enjoy the ride. Um, <laughs> uh, you got some more Marvel news? You got some Spider-Man news? Yeah. yeah, I got one more thing. Just wanted to bring up with Spider Man. I know there's a lot of things that have come up with uh, with that, but one thing that kind of that kind of caught my eye um, was uh, um, the the Daily Bugle Tumblr. Um, you know, they, they've been posting a lot of these little articles and uh, you know, fun little things exploring other characters, and you know, people are wondering if these are teases to you know, the movie or future things with the movie, um, you know, because in one of them they found, like, the lizard guilty of, of, you know, all the, you know, all the, all the destruction that happened prior. And the most recent one, they, they interviewed, uh, Dr. Miles Warren. Uh, I don't know if you guys know who that is, uh, but he becomes the Jackal. And in that series, it actually is talking about uh, in the Tumblr, it talks about cloning. So people are now um, wondering if this might end up, if we might end up seeing a live-action version of the Clone Saga or some kind of version of it. I know they changed it in the Ultimate Universe, um, but, I mean, Miles Warren, you know, has some, some depth in the in the Spider-Man history. I mean, he cloned Gwen Stacy at one point. Um, you know, we, you know, we all, I'm sure have heard or read the, the nineties clone saga, which gave us the Scarlet Spider amongst other problems in the, uh, Spider-Man universe. Um, but I was just kind of curious on what you guys take with that was of that was, and if you'd want to see the clone saga played out in theaters. I have a one word response to that. see the clone saga i don't want to see anybody getting cloned i don't want to see the scarlet spider i don't want to see fucking kane i don't want to see any of that shit 
get it out of here. So guys, if it's cool, it's cool for a little vlog thing, like where they do like fan service, which I think this is all this is, is viral stuff. It's just fan service. It's just like, hey, look, guess what? We know Spider-Man. All this dumb shit that you guys never even thought about, like, like we know this shit. Like, we're, we're in the know. We know Spider-Man. He's in good hands. Trust us, we're going to give you a good movie. I think that's what all this viral shit is. If they put the Clone Saga on film, it'll be the worst thing to ever happen to a Spider-Man movie. No way. Toss that shit. Right out. Uh, I'm going to agree with you, Steve. <laughs> I don't really care. First of all, one, they got to they gotta get the first story right before they start jumping into yeah, a whole seriously. saga of some, yeah. of, some shit, of some shit they just released, like, what, not what, a couple years ago. I don't want to see that shit. I don't care about that. You got to give me a bunch of other villains first before you throw in a, a whole clone saga. Fuck all that jackal bullshit. I don't care. I really don't care about any of that. Just give me the proper Spider-Man movie first. Don't fuck it up. Which, you know, it's going in a good direction right now. I'm cool with it. Don't fuck it up. Don't throw in some clone shit because I don't care. You know, we'll end up having an Iron Man 3 thing going on. and I don't want to see that. So just the direction they're going right now, just stay that course because it, it looks good. There's nothing wrong with it. Don't give me no other storyline that I don't care. Even though I did like the clone thing because some of my favorite artists did it. But I, I do not care about that shit. And I'm tossed at you. Please don't bring up that news ever again. <laughs> I, I, I think I think you guys are being way too hard on this clone thing. I mean, what? I don't I don't I don't want a retelling of the '90s clone saga, but I wouldn't mind them using that to. I mean, we already know that Oscorp seems to be creating mega villains for spider-man so wouldn't it be wouldn't it make sense that if they if if let's just say miles warren was on the payroll that if they somehow found spider-man's blood that they were going to try to recreate that and and screw some shit up um not that not that i need that in spider-man three or two or four but down the road, you know, not saying that we would get a Scarlet Spider, but I mean, in the in the Ultimate Universe, I mean, the Scorpion, uh, the Scorpion was a clone of Spider Man. Um, we got because um, they, they they also changed it up because they, they didn't have the Scarlet Spider. I think the Scarlet Spider was female uh, in that in that universe as well, and. Uh, I, I'm okay with it if they go with the cloning aspect because it's it's science. Spider-Man is science-based. Kind of makes sense. I, but I don't, again, I don't need the full clone saga where we're talking about something that happened long ago and here comes Ben Riley, who is Peter Parker and who is the real Peter Parker and blah, 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 all that stuff. But I don't mind it if they go with the ultimate ultimate Spider-Man route like in the comics, which is which seems to be what this movie these movies are going for. And a little, we, I, a little, I mind. I don't care about this shit. I, but, I really don't. But I, w- I wouldn't mind. No s- but I wouldn't mind seeing a scorpion and stuff. So them trying to genetically create these kind of these kind of monsters. Well, I think that I think that's what they're doing now. But it's more of a like a a bio suit kind of thing going on. Like if you if you notice in the trailer, it's you see you see the uh, you see Doc Ock's you know tentacles and you see the vultures' wings. So I think everything is more like bio, you know, technical. Because if you look at the Electro suit, 
you know, during certain times, it's, it's kind of like a mechanical kind of thing that he has going on. And if you look at and if you look at the um, the Green Goblin suit a little bit, it, it's it's all it's it's all I think going in the same route, which I'm fine with. I have no problem with it. I'm not you know objecting to anything they're doing. As long as they're doing it, I don't give a shit. As long as it's done right, I don't care. But I, I don't think they're really gonna go the the bio route. It, then again, I, a little I might be wrong because you know what they did the lizard, so they might end up going that route. I mean, I, I don't know, but but even if even. I think that with the Sinister Six, I think they'll all be, you know, mechanical kind of robotic kind of style because the Rhino is, you know, a robot too, as as what we've seen so far. And and and, so, it, and as it should be, I agree with that because I think I mean that's how it should go. And but the thing is, is you know, in science, there's always an evolution. I mean, they've got these suits that are trying to give them powers to compete with Spider Man. Who is genetically altered, and eventually it's going to get to the point where we need, you know, we need more—not suits, but we need more people who have this power within them. And maybe that's the route they go with, and they end up somehow with, you know, his blood, his DNA strand, somehow with that, and they're trying to to, to create that, and that's how we would get. That's maybe that's how they get the 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 Venom symbiote suit. You know, maybe that's how they get. Which would make sense then. You wouldn't need an Eddie Brock then, if if they're going that route. Yeah, but that would be that would be so stupid though. I don't. That that would make no sense to me. If they, not, no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not shitting on you a little. I'm not. You know, I don't. I don't want to make you feel bad, but you know, if you just, you know, if, if they do, if they do go the like the bio route with with um with with the Venom shit, like that's like come on, we all know it's an alien symbiote, like. Stick to the fucking storyline, at least with some characters, not every character. And they're going to, they're going to. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying like they've referenced like every single villain in Spider-Man history in these viral little blog post things. There, it's right. just, it's just to build hype. It's just to, well, yeah, there's something new from this movie reminding you that it's coming out every single week, and well, they're releasing these little things as fan service. And hey, check out this. I don't think this has anything to do with the movie. I'm going back to Venom though, because in the in the trailer and everything, in that one screenshot where you see everything, there's Venom posted on there. I I think in this universe, Venom is not going to be an alien. I think Venom is going to be a creation. They did it in the Ultimate comics. That, that very well could be, but it's but it's not going to be a clone. It's not going to anything to do with being a clone of Parker. Well, it, it doesn't have to be a clone. And and I know I'm going to say this, and I know I know where Sean's going to go with it, but in the <laughs> Ultimate Spider-Man cartoon on Disney XD, Doctor Octopus got some of Spider-Man's blood, and that's how they created Venom as well. Um, and Venom in that cartoon never got on Eddie Brock. He was actually on Harry for most of the series, um, and on Peter. But the reason why he he has those traits is because he came from Spider Man's blood. And what they were trying to do was they were trying to get out of him, and that's why they called it Venom because it wasn't a clone of him, but it was you know the spider of him. You know, and that's kind of how they got it. I mean, they can do a mashup of something like that. To kind of try to ground it a bit more in reality than having an alien symbiote come from space. I mean, in the Raimi well, movie, they they screw that completely up, just having yeah. some flyby meteorite. That's I mean, all I was gonna say. Like, I, I'd rather 
take what you just said. I'd rather take that over a fucking like little meteorite falling and, and <laughs> landing near Peter Parker like that. That was the lamest shit ever. And uh, I, I would much rather have some sort of a scientific based thing like that than, than what we got in Raimi's version. Um, yeah, and, and that to me is what ruined Spider-Man 3, was just the, you know, everything else seemed to have worked, that the, the Sandman version was great and everything, but just having that meteorite fall right there, stick onto his little motorbike, and it, it was just so stupid. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was bad. And, 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 you know, it, it bothered me so much, it still bothers me. I mean, I because I'm such a big Spider-Man fan, it, it bothers me, and I just you know just watching that movie, you just know Raimi didn't want anything to do with that. I mean, who the hell knows? He might have had like the second director direct all those scenes with Venom because he didn't even want to deal with it. Um, what? What? Spider-Man Three? Yeah. You felt like Raimi didn't have anything, didn't want anything to do with that. He did I'm it. Pretty sure I think he did. <laughs> no, Sony forced him. He didn't want. He didn't want Venom in it at all. Oh really? I didn't know that. Yeah, Sony forced him to use Venom because they were going to lose the rights, and so and they wanted to keep it. So, and Avia Rod has wanted Venom. He wanted Venom to be the villain in the first movie, and Raimi kept pushing him off. He actually wanted uh, in the second one to be just a lone Sandman and possibly bring in the Vulture, and then he wanted the Vulture for the fourth movie. What before everything everything fell to hell. So. Oh, those those Raimi Spider-Man movies, man. Those are those are the thing of debate, aren't they? Oh man, <laughs> so much good and bad came from those three movies. <sighs> more, I think we got more good than bad, but that's maybe the, maybe that's I, just I, me. I think I'm one of the I'm one of the the, the uh, I'm one of the few that actually did not like Spider-Man two at all <laughs> so like I, I'm in the I'm very much a minority in that but like yeah I, 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 I love Spider-Man 1 but 2 and 3 oh my god I, 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 I've got to just walk away here how can you not have wait, liked wait, Spider-Man wait, wait, 2 no, tangent time tangent time <laughs> oh my god <laughs> I mean, I, I'm able to I'm able to sit here and take you guys hating on Iron Man three and I, but hating on Spider Man two? Are you kidding me? Yeah, Steve, I disagree with you on that. Spider Man two was shit. Oh, <laughs> I didn't like Doctor. I didn't. I did not like Doctor Octopus. I didn't like his how he became evil. I didn't. It did. It was. It was dumb. I didn't like how he was somehow. Now he was superhuman as well because like Spider Man can hold a fucking rail car with one hand and he's like punching the shit out of Dr. Octopus throwing car doors at him and he's just like oh that hurt like there was no he was somehow superhuman all of a sudden like that look the movie was was it wasn't for me what do you want me to say what do you want me to say I didn't like it I I say I don't know what to say anymore I I I I, I, I'm at a loss for words. I mean, uh, I know I'll, I'll be ready for the hate. I'll be ready for the hate. No, Everybody loves Spider-Man too. I, I, but you know what? I didn't. So agree, disagree with you. That's all I can say. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, we're we're not reviewing Spider-Man two. I mean, that came out almost a decade ago. But yeah. uh, God. <laughs> all right, I th- I think we're done with Marvel for now because I, I can't even I can't even concentrate right now. <laughs> 
We should do that. We should review Spider-Man 2 for this show. I have it. I own it. But I don't like it. I think I own three copies of it, but okay. Um, oh, God. <laughs> told you I'm a, I'm a Spider-Man fan. What do you want me to say? I, I owned it on DVD. I got it on Blu-ray, and then I got the Blu-ray box set. So it's just... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, All right. Next. Next. And we're back. And uh, to to finish up the show, we're gonna talk about the Star Wars news that has been uh, leaking out here and there. Uh, actually, I think it was today or yesterday came out that J.J. Uh, Abrams finished the script, uh, which is great news. Uh, I know, you know, everybody's anticipating. Uh, December 2015 um, for episode 7. Uh, but some other news came out earlier that there was uh, some rumored casting. Uh, some big names are, are tied to, um, you know, wanting roles in this movie. Uh, and from from what I've heard, uh, two of the bigger names have been Michael Fassbender and Hugo Weaving. Uh, I don't know if you guys have heard that. Um, also... Um, looks like that there there was an initial rumor that uh, a break, uh, Breaking Bad star uh, Jesse Plemons was already in talks for a lead role, but with the news that uh, the script was done, JJ didn't confirm nor deny that that you know they he just stated that he did uh, read for one of the roles. Uh, so what do you what do you guys think on uh, on these casting rumors? And if you want to start with. Uh, with Jesse Plemons, I guess, because that's the uh, the oldest uh, oldest news uh, for him possibly getting a lead role in Episode Seven. Steve, you want to start it off, or you want me to go? Yeah, uh, I'll go ahead. Um, you know, Jesse Plemons is, is is a weird choice because, like, he was in Breaking Bad, he was in Friday Night Lights. I mean, he's he's he was in Battleship, in a small role in Battleship, but like he's. From what I've seen of him, he's kind of like a one-note actor. Like he kind of uh, doesn't have that. His, arguably, his character in Breaking Bad was that kind of person. He was kind of introverted, kind of quiet, monotone, not really a whole lot of emotion shown. And but that's kind of who he's been in every movie he's been in as well. So, I mean, he he was tested for a role. I mean, he's read for a role. Or he met with J.J. Abrams or something, but. I don't know. I haven't seen anything from him that screamed like, I'm the new star of the Star Wars movies. But, you know, who, who knows? Who knows? He, 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 could be, he could be like the greatest actor ever and just hasn't had the right roles. So, I don't know. I mean, it hasn't come out that he's the main character in the movies. So, for me, it's a taste of it. I mean, he's not a bad actor. So, um, I'll, I'll jump in and I'll say I'm going to toss that shit because I don't even like it. Even in Breaking Bad, he was he was good as an as an actor. He was okay. He, he had some funny moments, like when he was shooting the gun, which was hilarious. But like, I don't see I, I don't see anything from him. I've never seen anything from him. So to throw him into a Star Wars realm, it's I, I don't I don't get it, and I don't really understand it. But then again, I mean, there's so many rumors going around. Who fuck? Who really knows anyway? So I'm going to toss it for right now, and we'll I'll, we'll see what else comes out, you know, within the next you know couple months, I guess. Yeah, I'm I'm I guess I'm just curious at, at what and why is it a lead role? Um, 
I guess because I want my Star Wars to have the lead role of your, you know, your Luke, your Leia, and your Han. Um, but those guys are 110 years old at this point, so I guess maybe that's why they're going for some fresh blood here. Um, I guess some of the rumors that were going around that, you know, that he might be up for, like, Luke Skywalker's son. Um, I, 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 don't, I wouldn't want him playing that role. I mean, I guess the only reason that that's come out is because I guess maybe they look a little alike. I, I don't know. Um, I'm just, I'm going to freeze it. I, I don't want to toss it. I'm not, you know, I, I liked him in, in Friday Night Lights. He was fine. Um, I've, I've not seen Breaking Bad yet. I plan on uh, doing a nice marathon of that, so I, I don't know him in that. I just, you know, he doesn't do it. He, he's not the, the wow factor, like how we were talking about, like, wow, you know, Marvel got Michael Douglas to be Ant-Man. He's not wow for me. Um, what do you guys think about the other two names that have been coming out in Fastbender and Weaving, though? I mean, to me, if, if they get those guys, to me, that's a wow factor. Well, yeah, but hold, before we get into that, I just want to say one more quick thing about Jesse Clemens. They, they said he's, he, he was up for a lead role. You could arguably say that Ray Park had a lead role in episode one. So he could be up for a villain and, you know, put him behind some cool face paint or some makeup and he could be a pretty badass villain. So you never know. True. Um, True. As far as Fassbender and Weaving, um, I did hear a lot about the Weaving uh, casting and heard that he was up for some role for some, like, uh, Imperial, like, general kind of guy, like a, like like some high-ranking Imperial military member, and he's got the perfect villain face, right? Like, every time he's cast in a villain role, I'm like, fucking perfect. Like, they're like, oh, Hugo Weaving is Red Skull. I'm like, well, duh. Of course he's Red Skull. And he was perfect. And I think he would, he's going to be a, an awesome bad guy. And Michael Fassbender, you could toss him either way. I mean, he could he could do anything on the Sith side, and he could you know put him in some long robes and a crazy beard, and there he is. Shut up. I mean, and they're caliber actors, so taste it for both of them. Um, for me, <laughs> uh, I think I, I don't even think Fassbender's even probably going to be be able to do anything because he's so busy. With uh, X Men Apocalypse, probably after that, and then I think he has something else that he's doing too. So I I, I think they actually debunked that because it wasn't even like they look. I think they looked at his schedule and they were like, "Well, his schedule's a little too crazy." So I don't I don't even think he's going to be able to do it. Hugo Weaving, I don't know about Hugo Weaving because I think that he had a bad taste in his mouth from um from uh, Captain America. So I don't even know if he's even doing any more sci-fi kind of movies if anything because you know he said he didn't even like doing the red skull so hopefully he doesn't have to put any makeup on uh, who knows you know what i mean well i mean he still did the the hobbit i i don't yeah and, and the star wars is, is is like i mean you could be any caliber actor you want but the, the star wars money you want in on that i mean no matter what you want in on star wars money and he and he could be pissed off at marvel for whatever but Star Wars, that's a whole new ballgame. I mean, you, you get a starring role in a Star Wars movie, you know, I mean, that's, he's already set for life, but fuck, I mean, he's, he's set for another ten lives. He does Star Wars. Uh, yeah, I I think, I mean, I would love to see Fassbender in it. I do think he's he might be too busy, but... You know, maybe he gets a small role in episode seven and develops it further out because I mean, by the time episode eight comes out, 
you know, all the other movies might be done, and maybe that's where you know they they jump off and and make his role bigger. Um, you know, like like we were saying with Hugo Weaving, he he can do anything. I mean, he. I, I kind of would like to see him more of in the hero role, though. I mean, he's always the villain, Agent Smith. Uh, I mean, he wasn't in Lord of the Rings, but I mean, his role in Lord of the Rings really wasn't much. He was just kind of in those movies. He was kind of there. He was he was the the father, the the king of the elves. He was you know he was just you know stoic and style you know i just want to see him do a little something different i mean kind of like his role in in v even though we didn't see his face but he technically in that movie was kind of the hero and uh i don't know i just think i I would like to see him do something different he's always the villain i mean i love him as a red skull don't get me wrong as as agent smith he was he was great you know i don't know just something different with him but I, th- I think if they were able to get both of those guys, I think it'd be great, and I'm sure I'm I'm sure they're gonna they're gonna stock this movie with everybody. I think you know JJ has made enough fan uh, of friends out there in Hollywood that everybody's gonna try to ask for a piece, just like Lucas got with uh, you know with his friends and then in, uh, in the in the prequel trilogy. You know he had people in there in minor roles that that didn't you know really do anything. I mean Sam Jackson basically begged him for the role of Mace Windu, um, and really he wasn't supposed to really do much um, in those movies until the third. But yeah, you know, I'm okay with it. I think those will be fine. I think I, I trust JJ after seeing the you know what he did to Star Trek. I think he can he can do that for Star Wars and, and make it even better. And I think he's got a lot of love and faith for these movies. He's not going to cast actors that don't fit. Yep, agreed. Okay, I agree. Actually, there's one more name I forgot to to bring up. What do you guys think of? Uh, I guess another person petitioning or campaigning is Katie Sackoff. Yeah. I, I guess I don't see her as a lead lead person. Um, I mean, she was all right in Riddick, but eh. <laughs> yeah, I, I I agree. I agree with Steve too. I'm not I'm not sold on Kate Sackhoff to be honest. I don't know what everybody. Yeah, not yet. Care. Yeah, not yet. She she was she's, okay. Oh, she was she, old. She's not even that good looking. Not even that good looking. Oh man, well, it's. I I I want her for Miss Marvel. I I think uh, that she needs to go that route. I I don't know what what route she would play in Star Wars. Uh. Well, of course she has a fucking petition to join Star Wars. What actor that wants to make a shit ton of money doesn't have a you know <laughs> doesn't want to join Star Wars? I just I, I don't, you know I don't, I don't, not to cut you off, to you. I'm sorry, but uh, I don't understand what why, why does everybody like Katie Sackhoff like. I mean, I watched Battlestar Galactica for a little bit, but, I mean, she, yeah, she looks old, man. Like, I don't, I'm not sold on her with that. I don't understand why everybody's up in the air with her. Like, I'm not, I, I can find a ton of different actors that can actually be Supergirl, you know, or, or, or Miss Marvel, whoever. You know, but I think it's Miss Marvel that she's going, that she's at the part that she wants, but I, I don't see a reason for her. Like, she, she doesn't have anything that I, that I think, like, oh, shit, she's good. She wasn't that great in in, in the Rick, so I don't know. I'm, I'm I'm confused, but you know, if everybody likes it, everybody likes it. I guess I'm not sold. 
No, I, I'm right there with you, Sean. Uh, I'm not. I'm not sold on it 100. percent um, I don't know what the big hoopla is about her, uh, and it is what it is. They could cast her in some fucking. She could be carrying somebody's drink in the background. I don't care. That'd be fun with me, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> she she could be uh, C3PO's girlfriend. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I agree with you. I mean, I never thought she was hot or anything. I never watched Battlestar Galactica. The, the, the thing I, you know, I, I, I remember her from, you know, the cameo appearances she had in The Big Bang Theory, you know, as her role in Battlestar. And then I remember her from, of course, this is going to be a, a terrible movie to remember her from, but Halloween Resurrection. Um, she yeah. was she was in that, and, you know, I've seen that movie more than most people should. Um, she's, she's, she doesn't, she's not, she's not special, I guess, you know, I'm not, I, I wouldn't mind her, and I, I don't see any issues with it, but, it, she, you know, I, there's no wow factor there for me for her, you know, she's not, uh, wow, they, they, it was a big get for her to be in Star Wars, so, I, I'm with you guys in there, I mean, that, that was just one of the other rumors that, that popped up, and that she was, really trying to work hard on it I, I, I'm not sure if she was I think she was a voice on the Clone Wars maybe and that's how uh, you know that's how it started you know but you know alright well moving on um, and the last thing with Star Wars is JJ has uh, finished the script um, and he basically was quoted by the rep saying that we're done we're, we're working really hard and we've got our script and we're deep in a prep full steam ahead you know and it says that it's rumored to focus on the new generation of heroes and could include appearances by Mark Hamill Carrie Fisher and Harrison Ford in older incarnations of the beloved characters from the original Star Wars trilogy which I think it's funny that they would be that they would appear as older characters how would they do it as as younger versions of a 70 year old Harrison Ford but uh so basically, it's they're just saying everything that we've already known, and that they're the script is finished. We're good. I'm glad that they finished the script before they started filming. <laughs> yeah, basically, you know, I'm... Like, like fucking good. Yeah, that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to finish the script before you start filming. Like, good. You want a you want a cookie? <laughs> you know, give me something here. You finish the script, right on. Great. Now what? You know, let's go. I just think it's a non-story kind of like I mean they finished the script that that's I, I, is that like is that like the state of Hollywood now like that that's that's news that the script is finished. Well, I think it, I think it's I think it's news for Star Wars though. I mean for anything else it wouldn't be. It would be news if in two months we heard that um, you know Ben Affleck's Argo team redid Batman Superman and the script's done. I think everyone would you know be wait, ready to hear that because I think that's so up in the air and I think once the news um, that J.J. was redoing the script came out was it I think it was in early December I think it made it news because we everybody wants to know where where we're at with Star Wars now that the script is done I think we're going to get some more concrete information coming out rather than all the rumors that we've been getting I think that's I think that's why it's worthy of news. Yeah, I'm happy. <laughs> I'm sold. Thank you. 
God, thank you, Star Wars gods, <laughs> <laughs> for ending the damn script. And now we don't got to hear any more script news. And now we don't got to hear any more delays and setbacks. It's done. It's over yeah, with. It's, yeah. Move on to the casting. Let's get it moving so I can see some shit. And that's, I'm happy. And thank God. Thank you, Star Wars gods. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I agree 100% with you. Like, like I'm glad that it's over and then it's great, but it's just, it's, it's just like, yeah, that's, that's what you're supposed to. Do. <laughs> it's supposed to be done. I get you. I mean, believe me, I'm, I'm with you. I just think it's funny that that's like the number one news story that came out. I think was it uh, two days ago now. Today's the. What? I don't even know what day it is anymore. But yeah, I think it was on the 19th. It came out. It was like the number one news story. I saw it flash all over the place, and I'm like. Are you kidding me? It's be- they finished the script. I can see it on, you know, the major Star Wars or you know the movie sites. But the fact that like my local news and CNN actually had a little blurb on it, I was like, holy, <laughs> holy cow! You know, we're getting a little, uh, getting a little crazy here. But well, that's that's just commentating on the state of the movie industry now. That's how big it is. That's how much money Star Wars is going to make. That local news channels are are making a story out of the fact that the script is done. It, that's news on a local basis now. Yeah. I mean, that's I mean that's why every actor, including Katie Sackhoff, wants a fucking role in Star Wars, because that's how big it is. <laughs> I'm going to start a petition to get to, to not let Katie Sackhoff be in Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> so. What, what do you... Yeah. Yeah, and, and uh, there was also a rumor, I don't know if you guys heard about it earlier this week, but there was a rumor that... that that uh, that Mark Hamill and uh, Harrison Ford and Carrie Fisher were supposed to have like major roles in the movie, and that this would that like the seventh movie would be like the last hurrah for them, and then eight and nine would be all about the new characters. Now, I don't know if that's like still a big thing, but that was a rumor that I had read. What do you guys think about that? How shitty do you think that would be? Um, well, let me start. Let me get let me jump in this a little. This is all I care about, Katie, Katie, uh, Katie Fisher or Carrie Fisher. Is I hope that fat bitch lose weight. <laughs> 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 see, see, now I'm not going to be the only person getting the hate, man. Oh, oh fuck sh- that. I hope she loses so much fucking weight that she's like back to her princess layaway, which is not going to happen. But and Mark Hamill needs to lose so much fucking weight as well. So like, because you know, I mean, let's let's be honest. I mean, come on, we we, we left them off. They, they were thin and skinny. I, I don't think. I mean, I, I don't, the only one that could, that would do all right. I have nothing. I have nothing against you know fat people or nothing like that. I was gonna say. I was gonna say, watch but, yourself here, man. Come on. But for, but for them, but for them, <laughs> but for them, they're actors. They need to be in top, in top, top. You know, come on, let's be honest. They need to be in kind of a nice physical form for them to pull off these, uh, you know, these, um, these roles. You know, I'm not saying there's nothing wrong, but I'm just saying that. <laughs> We're we're used to a nice a nice thin Princess Leia. I mean, we're, we're all going to be like, well, she's kind of fat, man. She does not look good on screen. I mean, we're, come on, we're all thinking the same thing. Don't sit up here and tell me y'all not. Don't 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 do not deny it and do not tell me. I'll say this. Want to see I'll say this. I an out of shape Carrie this Carrie Fisher. No, I'll say this. I don't want to see Carrie Fisher now in the Slave Leia suit. Yeah, the, I don't, don't want to see. They are not going to squeeze her ass in that metal bikini. I can, gar- no, I can guarantee I mean, you that. I mean, we didn't, we didn't leave off with her being in a, bad, uh, a metal bikini. 
You know, I just, I want to see her in good. I always want to look at her one more time before she dies in the Star Wars movies. I, I at least want to look at her and be like, okay, you know what? She went out with a bang. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I don't know. Like, I mean, it's okay, okay, they're old. I understand. But to me, it's just, I don't know. It's just, it just holds something with me. I, maybe I'm crazy, but. You don't, I, think I just, would, you don't think, you don't think it would be fun to see fat? Leia and fat uh, Luke Skywalker up there on the big screen. For for for, for guys, for guys, I don't I don't care about Han Solo. I don't care about you know Luke, uh, Luke Skywalker. They're fine. You know they can be a little overweight, whatever. But for a, but for a woman in Star Wars, you know I think that for instance, I think that Carrie Fisher could get back to a you know a, a thinner weight, and you know because you know when 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 older women lose weight, they really do look good. So. If, if she loses weight, she might look really fabulous, man. And, and I, I just don't want to see an overweight Carrie Fisher, man. I'm sorry. I just don't want to see it. I'm sorry. Between, between your angle on this and my angle on Spider-Man 2, this is going to probably turn into one of those controversial episodes of this show. Oh, that's what I, I love controversy. Oh, my God. It's going to be on after this. I mean, it's, oh, boy. Oh, man. This is what happens, Brian. This is what happens. When you're in Asgard. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I, I I don't even know what to say after that. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing. To say. <laughs> that's that's how the show should end, right there. You just you just cut it off. Just drop the mic and leave. Uh, I'm dropping the mic. I've had a lot of drop mics on this show, so. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, but I mean, I think I think this movie. I mean, I think it should be. I think it needs to be based around those three. Uh, I agree with you, Sean. You know, hopefully they look a little better than they than they have. I know there's been a lot of jokes in the media about that. I guess there was something. I, I, one of the talk shows, I think, Carrie Fisher even said it that she was supposed to get down to a certain weight and. You know, Twitter went ablaze. I, I think I remember uh, reading a. Uh, why am I drawing a blank on his name? Captain Kirk, the original Captain Kirk. Um, Shatner. Shatner. Shatner, thank you. Was like sending all these tweets that he was going to send her like a like a pound of chocolate a day and help her lose weight and all this kind of stuff. And you know, it just it was just a big joke for a while. I think she'll be fine. I think you know. We don't know even if, if there's an official contract signed yet for them. I'm guessing they're waiting to see if they can get into shape. I don't know. But No, no. You know, you know what I heard a little? I heard that they're actually fucking... They're, they actually got trainers. And they actually working the fuck out, like, like really hard. Like, they're really trying to lose that weight. Like, that's what um, Carrie Fisher said. She said that they sent her a trainer over so that she could lose that weight. So, I'm, I'm 100% sure. And, you know, you had it... And if you notice something... If you look for pictures of Carrie Fisher in 2013, you will not find any pictures of her in 2013. Like, I actually looked it up and tried to see if I see anything, any any new pictures of her. I haven't seen anything. So they got her in hiding, and they are, and they are working her ass 24-7. I'm, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> she's you know? she's in a cloak. You can't even see her. <laughs> she's got bodyguards. <laughs> it's, it's the biggest secret in show business. You know? <laughs> I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you. I have not seen Usually there's like some tabloid or something saying, "Hey, you know what? Carrie Fisher's out there." I haven't seen anything on her at all. So, well, I mean, it is. Basically, this movie has to be those three. I mean, it has to be about those three. 
because I think that's what everybody wants. I mean, we had the prequels, which made a ton of money, but I don't think satisfied any of the yeah, fan definitely base. Definitely not gonna start reviewing the prequels. And uh, no, we're we're not because I already got your Spider-Man two review, and I, I don't want to talk about any movies with you right now. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's got to. I mean, it's got to, and it's fine if. You know, if they, I don't think they're going to kill them all off, but somebody's going to die in this because they've got to keep, and that, it's going to have to have something to keep the, keep, you know, keep it going through seven, eight, nine. It's going to have some kind of lasting effect. Some, someone young is going to have to, you know, be brought in, which is fine. You know, they're going to have all this stuff going on. But this, this first story has to tell us what has happened between Return of the Jedi and whatever they end up calling episode 7 with these three major characters that have have been a part of our lives. I mean, they're they are a part of our lives. I mean, we know we joke and everything, but you know, most of us, you know, we we see pictures of these people every day on all, all sorts of social media, all, you know, in this incar- you know, incarnation and you know, we we grew up loving them and uh it's got to be about them. You know what would be the worst part, though? If they actually kill them all. Like, that would really kind of kill it. That would actually hurt a lot of people. Yeah, like, like, like ten minutes <laughs> in, like, there's, like, some... Dude. They're, like, they're all, like, having lunch or some shit, and then just... They just get murked out, like... <laughs> yo, it's... They it's, 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 boom, 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 boom. It's uh, like, oh, yo, shit. I was gonna say, here, here... People are real in this movie. Yeah. yeah oh. it, it, it's fun, dude. If they kill them all, like, I don't even know what to say, because I'm, like, looking at my statues right now, and I'm like, man, if Han Solo dies... it's gonna have to be a good death that, that's the thing that's the, that's gonna be the problem with this movie is if they don't get a death worthy of their character um you know something to 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 keep it going because it's gonna have they're not gonna survive at least not all three i mean maybe maybe one of them survives or two of them survive not all three will survive episode seven i don't think they can um I just, I just don't. I mean, yeah, I guess they could, and then, however they want to do it, then they just disappear. But I think for it to go and it, it, they want us to to be emotionally invested in this, they're gonna kill one of those three characters, and I think it's gonna be Han Solo. I mean, oh, I, no, 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 no. You know what? Hold up, Steve. Before you start talking, they, huh? you know what? Harrison Ford said he wanted a three picture deal with this shit. He didn't say he didn't want to be killed off. Really? I heard in the rumors that he was like, I don't want to be killed off. I want to, I want to actually a contract that I'm going to be in these movies for, uh, for you know, for however how long they're going to go. So really, I didn't, then, I didn't hear he wanted a three picture deal. But then, but then once again, then that that brings up another debate. Like why? Like as we, you know, I don't want to go off on a tangent because you know I'll do it. But I'm going to bring it up really <laughs> quick. I'm going to say. Why in the fuck are you going to give me a Han Solo movie and you're going to kill him off in, in the next one, two, or three movies? Why would you want to give me an old past? I, I don't. I, 
mean, it, it's, I mean, people want to probably see an old Han Solo, but then I don't really want to see an old Han Solo or a young Han Solo. Like, why would you want to kill him off, too, at the same time? That just kills the whole, that just kills the whole character. Like, I, I, I don't know, man. That it, it, this Star Wars movie is it's a good thing and a bad thing, man. It's like, it's, it's like a double-edged sword. It's, like, great on one end, but then again, for nostalgic purposes, it really kills the shit out of you. Like, your whole, like, you know, hey, I was a, I was a Star Wars fan. <laughs> it's so funny how people get so upset. It's, uh, it's, it's crazy, like, the impact that it has. Like, you're right, like, they are part of our lives. Like, this whole stuff, that's what this whole show is based on. It's pop culture. I mean, it is part of your lives. I mean, us more so, you know, and, and the current generations of, of younger people growing up now, uh, uh, more so than, than a lot older generations, but I mean, it's, it's crazy here, you're right, I mean, I mean, we are, everyone is so passionate about these things, like, and there's, it's, it's literally impossible to please everybody, no matter what you do, you're gonna piss someone off. Well, and you're right, I mean, it is these, these generations that love these movies, I mean, it started off... I, I, I guess I want to say it started off with Star Wars, but I mean, you can go a little bit further back and say Star Trek was the first kind of pop culture phenomenon that changed everything because it was then that we started with conventions and all this kind of stuff that people started taking a hold of this stuff. I mean, like, like you said, Sean, I mean, I, I turn around and I'm looking at these action figures, these statues, this stuff, you know... People didn't have this shit back in the day. Nobody's sitting there. No 34-year-old man is sitting there with a damn Spider-Man 1 movie poster sitting in his den. And my den opens up to the whole house. So my whole house, basically, you can see all this shit. I have a Spider-Man cardboard cutout in my entryway in my foyer walking into my house. I'm not normal. But but no, most of us aren't. I mean, we're all... We're not. I mean, that's why we listen to this stuff. That's why we love this stuff. That's why we're passionate about this stuff. But it is funny how crazy mad people get about things when you don't agree with the story, when you see what they did to your favorite character. It could be some minor character that gets killed in the movie and people are going batshit crazy. And it's, it is funny, but... It is who we are and what what has what has evolved. I mean, we we're passionate fans. I mean, we don't want to see anything anything bad happen to things that we hold dearly uh, that that we love. I mean, like you just said, you don't want to see an old ass Han Solo, just like most people didn't want to see an old ass Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull, or the is that what the hell it was called Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. And uh, and we got it, and most of us all hated it. But that's that's one of my fears with this that we're gonna get that it's just not gonna translate. The story might be good and everything, but we're gonna see these guys up there on the screen, and we're just gonna be like, "What the hell? What the hell happened? What happened to them? What what's going on for the last thirty years?" Yeah, we're so we're so passionate about this shit. Brian, he went to hall for vacation, so. <laughs> I live in Hawk. We'll get, get his pictures from Hawk when he comes back. <laughs> he's got to have some interviews for us or some some serious fucking campfire stories, man. Because yeah, it's 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 been a rough go. But you know what, guys? Um, I don't know. I 
feel really good about this show. I think we, we covered a lot of topics. We covered a lot of the big topics. A lot more news has come out. There's a lot of little things that we would have liked to talk about that we didn't touch on. And, of course, things like the Helix review that we all saw. But we don't want to get on those things about Brian because Brian's a valuable part of this. Obviously, one of the most valuable part of this show. So, um, But I think tonight that uh, the three of us pulled together pretty well, all things considered. Yeah, I just I just hope the recording is saved and and it sounds good. So if you guys out there who listen think it sounds crappy, I'm sorry. I'll take full blame and uh, no. um, now all three of us can have some hate mail from this episode. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> fuck you. Fuck. Uh, fuck that. Don't send me no hate mail because I'm gonna curse you out. <laughs> <laughs> Sean doesn't deal with that shit. No, I don't deal with that shit. I'm a thug. <laughs> <laughs> He's a thug that's sitting in Batman footy pajamas right now. That's, that's right. <laughs> I got a whole Batman suit on. <laughs> You've been wearing the cowl the entire time you're recording. <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> Fucking sweating your ass off. Like, what the hell? You, got, you guys have seen those. You, got, you guys have seen those, right? Those uh, adult... Uh, Costume footy pajamas that are like full yeah. costumes. I have it. I'm wearing it right Just now. Just shut up. If you are, we're posting that picture to Facebook. I'm telling you right now, we're gonna, we're gonna, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm coming down, I'm coming up where you are, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna hunt you out and take a picture of you in it. Post oh. that shit. You, you, you've, you've acquired a stalker, Sean. Congratulations. Welcome to the internet. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you in your footy pajamas? Where are they? Oh shit! No. Well, all right, gentlemen. It was a great show, guys. Yep. Good times. All right, I guess. Uh, I guess we're gonna end this right now. For this is a lil, and just want to say thanks for listening. And uh, this is Steve, and uh, yeah, thanks for listening, and have a have a great week, everyone. And this is Sean, and I want to say, like all 80s cartoons, knowing is half the battle. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Steve, Spider-Man 2 is great. Good night, everyone. Thanks for listening to Pop Culture Leftovers. Congratulations. I don't know how you did it. I couldn't do it. You people need a t-shirt saying, I just listened to two hours of nonsensical crap. Anyway, if you'd like to reach the Pop Culture Leftovers cast, you can email them at comments at popcultureleftovers.com. You can also follow them on Twitter at PC Leftovers or like their Facebook page. They'd love to hear from you. They're all pretty sad and lonely. One of them is homeless, but I didn't say that. And as always, check out our website, www.popcultureleftovers.com. We've got great articles there. Comic reviews, movie reviews, television reviews. It's awesome. Check it out. And if you're interested in writing for the site, uh, we definitely need more writers. So send an email to domesticateddave at gmail.com. And if David Griffin likes what he reads, he'll get in contact with you. And you can be part of the team. Remember, this is a non-paying gig, but it's a really cool way to have your voice heard. And we'd love to read your submissions. So get in contact with David. And thank you. And check us out on Tumblr, too, motherfuckers. <laughs> and don't forget, we're on Instagram, too. <laughs> yeah, that just happened.